Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. <laughs> I'm fucking ready for this. Okay, now I've started recording. I'm ready. Hey, Queen. It's Christmas. Not yet. Okay. So, uh, hey, Queen. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the You Don't Love Me podcast. 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 And this week, we're having a very special episode, aren't we? Oh, it's going to be special because I'm on it. Oh uh, my God, okay, you're well, like uh, so fucking gorgeous. You're barely on it. <laughs> yeah. But um, <laughs> this week's episode is on bi pride and bi visibility. Mm. And we are not, we're not bisexual. So we're, uh, we we're are, not. No, we're not. We're not, girl. I... Um, feel like I may be bisexual. Okay, then, girl. I have been waiting a week to make that joke. Oh, really? Yeah, it's the only joke that's been in my head for the last week. I don't you get have it. asexual. Instead oh of, my god! Instead of saying bisexual, <laughs> I'm saying bisexual now. So you're a mess. Yeah. Um, so we're going to hand our platform over to some other people. But before we begin, mm. let's talk about my birthday last weekend. How was it? How did you find it? Tell me. It was really good. It was wholesome. It was spiritual. It was moving. <laughs> I came back as a better person. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, babe. How was it for you? It was your birthday. Who cares about my feelings? Well, thank you for my birthday, darling. It was really good. So You're we welcome, went down to London on the Thursday. We watched Drag Race on the train. Mm. That was a really good episode. Mm. Cog Destroyers, Frock Destroyers. Yeah. You know, bag of chips come through. And then on Friday, we, well, you went to work. I did, and yeah. And I just stayed and had my whole spa day. I worked from a really nice office it was gorgeous yeah I had a great time I had a lovely spa day and then we went to eat at an amazing restaurant shout out to Chutney Mary's shout out amazing service 10 out of 10 all across the board it was the best restaurant I've ever been to mm. hands down I think I don't know about you it's definitely up there yeah it definitely was definitely hands down one of the best ever it oh, was gorgeous and I'd recommend it to anyone and if you want everyone to sponsor is Chutney Mary's come for it now yeah Chutney Mary's what are you doing like come on like be your sponsor and then we um, oh my god we went to the gay bookstore gay's the word and it was so good I bought so many books because that representation was important I think we could do a whole episode on that that'd be a lot of fun what, on a bookstore? Yeah, honestly. On the representation in queer media and everything. Oh, I thought you wanted a whole episode to talk about a bookstore. I could do that as well, if you want, bitch. <laughs> Don't stop me. Wow, talk about, Don't capturing, me. talk about capturing the audience. And we, yeah, we had a really nice day in Camden and everything. Went to, then we went to Club Cali. Yeah. And we met some really cool people. So shout out to a lot of people, actually. Shout out to Matt. Nazimbat mm-hmm. Foundation. We got to have a kiki with you and that was a lot of fun. Mm. Um, shout out to Rita. Who's the founder of Club Kali? Really, oh, she really was good. lovely, wasn't she? Oh, yeah, she was. Mm. Um, we got to hang with um, Farhan, which was really cool. Shout out to you. Um, 
and shout out to the Gay Indian Network as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Gay Indian Network. That gentleman was really nice. Oh, yeah. He's really, really sweet. Yeah. And um, um, Queer and Desi podcast as well. And thank you to Matt for networking us and introducing us to all these lovely people that oh, we've yeah. been engaging with uh, um, online. Uh, and it was great to meet them all in person. It was really, really nice. And watch this space. Who knows what's going to happen? You watch this space very carefully. I don't fucking know what's going to happen. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, do you know what? I'd love to do a live show of this podcast. That would be the dream. Oh, my God. Yes. Imagine. Yeah. Oh, my God. I get so nervous. I would 100% perform, dance, twirl, tell jokes, get the crowd really worked up. I mean, you know, just really... <laughs> worked <like>. up. <laughs> <laughs> you know and really engaged and lively and make it really funny and then talk about serious things and we would have really high moments and really soft moments i'd just be in no bed yeah so just yourself just myself really. yeah yeah and i'm okay with that yeah so should we um get to the first guest yeah sure of course okay so so on by pride by visibility so the um the idea behind this came from us because we've got friends who are bisexual and I'm learning a lot about bisexuality and how th- these voices aren't heard enough. So instead of us talking about it, because we're not bisexual, okay, we've lent, we've I given... Might be. Well, shut up. Okay. Uh, we've given um, the platform to um, some three bisexual people yes. and they're going to talk about their different experiences and mm-hmm. it's really, really interesting. So our first person is um, Sana. She's a freelance digital marketer Santa. based in Leeds. Santa, huh? Her Instagram and Twitter personal account is sanawich93. That is S-A-N-A-W-I-C-H-93. Oh, and her work account, okay, for freelance digital stuff, if you want it, is S-A-N-A-H-A-K-H-93. And her stock code and account number are 234669. <laughs> Hit it. Yeah. So, guys, without further ado, you've heard enough from us. Now over to our first guest. Here's Sana. Carla, what's your name and why? 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 Why do you ask that? <laughs> Oh, my name is Sana and I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Sana don't know why. Would Welcome. You, hey, would you like to tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, yeah, sure. Um basically I'm just a bisexual digital marketer. <laughs> how I describe myself. Well, I'm from Leeds. I was born here. Uh, my mom is from India. My dad's from Pakistan. Controversial. Them two bridging the border with I know, you, right? You would think. You would think. And um, have you been to both countries? No, I've only been to India. Actually, I've never actually been to Pakistan. Whereabouts in India, if you don't mind me asking? Um, Jalandhar, so the Punjab. Yeah. Oh, oh perfect. Oh, <laughs> people. Oh, you're so lucky. It's so much fun. Brilliant. Okay, great. So, um, so you're born and raised in Leeds. Uh, yes. Ooh, near there. us. Yeah, yeah. You're down the road from us. Yeah, I live. Well, actually, I can't believe I was about to say whereabouts. I live. Never mind. Yeah, no, yeah. Don't start giving out your address and your postcode and your telephone yeah, number, girl. Just need your sort code and bank details, <laughs> and that'll do. <laughs> um, so yeah, just just crack on with the question. So I just want to know, like, when did you um, 
first realized you were bisexual and how did that have an impact on your life? Oh my God. So I think I kind of always knew because when I was a kid, now this is a, such a weird story, but like I yeah. had this female friend and we used to play a game where she used to pretend she was drowning <laughs> and I was like the male savior. Oh my god, I <laughs> <laughs> oh live. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. But I think truly when I was like 17, 18, yeah. Mm. But yeah. So you really were playing these games when you were 17? No, 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 no. That no, was when no. I was a kid. <laughs> oh right, okay. And 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 so did you like this was a friend, I'm assuming, right? Yes, yeah. And and were you sort of really happy about saving her or something I, I don't know I'm trying, to make I, I'm trying to like how did it play out yeah what, what's, the, what's the link between that and you being, being bisexual no I'm just happy about saving her and then like you know the, oh my god I don't know why <laughs> why I'm just telling my whole life so like, basically you know the Argos catalogs you know the bras and the underwears yes I, I used to stare at them for ages for some particular reason, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Same. I absolutely love that. We used to do that. Right. Or like the underwear models on the underwear packet. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. But did you, when, when you were young then, I'm assuming very young then, did you realise um, you were attracted to females? Did you have the vocabulary to know that you were bisexual? I think I just knew, but I didn't exactly know what it was. I thought it was like, you know, normal to like appreciate yeah you know, beauty but like obviously when I got older I kind of realized what it was and how how uh, has um being bisexual impacted your life for me personally just being myself I was just happy to know what it was what was going on and just kind of just living my truth really oh cool. yeah how, how has it impacted you know your, your relationship with your family um they don't actually know <laughs> Okay. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think they will listen to this. I, I might show them, but I don't know. Like, yeah. All right. Okay. So it's 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 your personal thing, and it, yeah. is it. You know, uh, are you single? Are you ready to mingle? Do you Absolutely, have a girlfriend? Yes. <laughs> so you're single, ready to mingle. Yes. Have okay. you, have you, you had been any, mingling? Yeah. Have you had any lady acquaintances? One or two, yeah. One or oh, two. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get it, Sana. Thank you. Yeah. So, like, um, when did you sort of first come out to uh, someone? Like, was it a friend initially? Mostly all my friends know. Yeah, I, I, I started with my friends. I, yeah, my family don't particularly know. So, yeah, that's... And how were your friends, um, react, how did they react to it? They were actually very welcoming. That's brilliant. Um, yeah. One or two was like, oh, like, oh, is it a step up to being fully, like, lesbian or something? But, like, yeah, no, they were very welcoming and hmm. nice about it. That's sort of an issue, isn't it? People assume that <laughs> bisexual is your sort of gateway and you're going to be a lesbian now. Yes, yeah, they do. They don't understand that it's a natural thing, <laughs> like... Yeah, yeah, and you know, it's 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 one of those things, isn't it, where people feel comfortable compartmentalizing people mm. into boxes and labels, and when you sort of break out of that mold, it's uncomfortable for them, so they don't understand how you can like both genders or mm. multiple genders at the same time, right? Absolutely, absolutely, okay. yeah. So, with that. In that vein, have you experienced any biphobia um, in your in your time? You know, have you 
had had any moments where um, you've had to sort of stand up for, for yourself being bisexual? You know, is there any moment that you, you're able to share? Or has it all been a bed of roses? Yeah, no, it hasn't, definitely not. Um, no, because I obviously before my ex, he was a guy and a lot of people thought like, I was just doing it for attention or doing it to, you know, be cool. And it was, yeah, a lot of the time I didn't have to like, you know, I can date a guy if I want to. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't yeah. mean anything, yeah. So, yeah, no, just stuff like that, really. So people, you were going out with a guy previously, people thought you'd been bisexual, like, attention-seeking. Yeah, yeah, cool. that's right. Oh, my God, that must have been really frustrating. It was, like, you, you don't even know how to prove yourself. Like, do you want me to just do something with a girl in front of you? Like, you know what I mean? It's just... Yeah. Wow. So You shouldn't have to prove yourself either, should you? No. You know what I mean? No one says, oh, prove you're straight right now. <laughs> exactly. Don't kiss someone, prove you're straight, and, like... That's fucking weird, isn't it? So, um, as a bisexual, mm-hmm. um, I'm talking to myself right now. I'm joking. <laughs> as, as a bisexual, <laughs> is it important to be visible as a bisexual? I think so. Why? I mean, I feel like we definitely need a voice because I feel like there's a lot of stigma even with the LGBT community. Community, yeah. sorry, against us too, like um yeah like like I said a lot of gay or lesbians when you like you're dating the opposite sex they don't they just they'll say things like oh you're doing it for attention you're not actually part of the community and blah 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 it's just not nice yeah that's very strange because the b is there in the lgbt like yeah it's it's there how can we not be part of a community I always mm-hmm. thought it stood for Broadway. <laughs> the Bacon Broadway. Lesbian gay Broadway. <laughs> no, but it's like, how how can people think that? You know, and, and I understand, you know, some people say, oh, it's a gateway. Because for some people it is. Like, I remember when I was younger mm-hmm. and it was like, oh, yeah, I'm bisexual first. But it was very easy being bisexual and being emo. So, you know... <laughs> Yeah, weren't they all weren't all emos bisexual? <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like, I I came out as bisexual first, but I wasn't bisexual. I didn't believe you. I wasn't bisexual. <laughs> I was a liar. <laughs> no, nobody believed me. Even I didn't believe myself. I was like, bitch, what the fuck are you talking about? You're like, I've slept with everyone. <laughs> right? No, <laughs> not then. Anyway. <laughs> oh. My lady flower was tightly shut then. <laughs> and and it still know. is. And I blossomed later. <laughs> no, girl. No, no one watering that. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so, but, you know, by, by visibility, we had by pride this year in London, yeah. didn't we? Yeah. And I, I don't know if you saw that sort of happening. Yeah. Um, do you think it's important that we carry on growing the by visibility and especially for the youth of tomorrow? absolutely definitely i mean like i don't know if you saw the recent news even a cartoon called big mouth even their representation of bisexuality was awful and so yeah, yeah no, definitely we need we need to do more 100 percent. i watch big mouth we watch it we haven't seen that episode yet no yeah. are you talking about the character jay no um yeah jay and there's like another woman that comes in who's pansexual and it's just the way they kind of represented both was just yeah not nice it's what, what some of these shows are doing. They're not actually... It's a misrepresentation because they're not speaking to bisexuals. Mm-hmm, yeah. How do you want to be represented? That's that's so important. 
Absolutely, yeah. definitely. Yeah. And with it being a comedy show, I suppose people try and look at it in a different way and, and then maybe get carried away with it. I, I, I guess so. Right, I'm going to have some, some hard-hitting now. Oh, oh go on. Oh, God. So, you, uh, you're bisexual. Yeah. And you come from a background where one of your parents is from Pakistan, one's from India. Uh-huh. Um, does, um, does religion come to play with you being bisexual you know I, I don't know if you're religious or not if you'd like to talk about it and or how you identify and what struggle is there um well yeah because my background is muslim mm-hmm. so yeah no it was definitely difficult obviously being told you're gonna go to hell for <laughs> mm. being you yeah it was awful 100 i mean I still believe in God, but that's my own personal thing. I don't like to think of, like, you know, structured religions. I don't know. I don't know how to feel about them because they're so terrifying and oppressing. Yeah. So you have your own, like, sort of, you take from it what you want to take from it and you have your own God in your own journey. Yeah. That's good. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. That's wholesome. Thank you. For you, Sana. Good yeah, for literally. You for, you know, oh. Good girl. for you for building that wall. <laughs> More of them. <laughs> no, we don't, bitch. Enough happening in the world. Finally, is there anything you'd like to promote or plug? Um, just my page, thanks. <laughs> yeah, talk about it. Go on, tell um, us. Tell the world. Um, no, just my um freelance digital marketing page, which is Sana AKH ninety three. Um, please follow me. <laughs> That's all I have to say. <laughs> What what digital do you market? I mean, what 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 what? I don't know what. Digital... Tell us more about it. Yeah, tell us. Why not? <laughs> God, I'm gonna bore the hell. This is where your viewers will switch off. <laughs> oh no, no. Sana, Listen, don't worry about that. If we think that there's any chance of that happening, we'll edit you out. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just do like you know logos and graphic designs to help people with their business and their marketing and like i help with their seo and sdm yeah this literally everyone's going to switch off now but um <laughs> yeah no just helping with all that basically helping people rank on the first page of google <laughs> no that's oh. good it's good to say that because you never know you might get a client yeah, yeah. that's pretty exciting so stuff. if you want to rank on the first page of google google you know google you know Sana's creating google now have you not heard about google from Sana? you know right if you want to rank on the first page of google or google yeah you know, contact Sana. do it yeah so it. You're, you're like the squarespace's arch nemesis aren't you oh my god right <laughs> <laughs> let's not talk about squarespace Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. also i just want to add in here like i see that nina benina you know each other yes, yes how is this happening yeah oh my god you know how she goes live basically 20 times a day yeah you know. i used to just go on often and then one day we just started talking and then she, we she just started dming me and then now we practically talk on a daily basis she's she's a lovely person she really we is a massive fan of nina benina oh girl my god. Yes. she's, she's amazing yeah no she is a lovely person and yeah she just had a very bad time on the show but yeah no bless her bless her heart talent is ridiculous i loved her on the show oh mate same yeah i got it i sort of related and got it well i loved loved her as an i love her as an artist artist, my god absolutely i love her so much i want her to be my mom no who can do that and create that kind of face yeah. Yeah, literally. You want it to be your mum? Yeah, I do. <laughs> Nina Benina. Nina Benina, if you are listening, 
Amri wants you to be his mum. And Nina Benina, if you ever want to come on the podcast, you are more than welcome. I'm going to let her know. Oh, yeah. yeah. Please. <laughs> fucking live for her. Please tell her yeah. that we really want to see her because and, and we really would love to have her on her podcast, but not as a drag race girl per se, but no. as yeah. an artist. We, oh, we yeah. love her craftsmanship. She would, would love to hear that because I, yeah, saying you just want her for the show would definitely just, yeah. Yeah, like just say to her, we're not going to ask her typical questions like, what's Rue like? What's the work room like? Well, none of that. Like, we genuinely love her as an artist. Yeah, as long as you don't mention Black China, she will be fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sana, uh, bisexual, digital art <laughs> lady, thank you so much. Global. Yeah, good. Yes. Thank you so much um, for joining us today. Um, it's been really Anytime. informative. Um, great to say that you're, you know, great to see that you're out there living your truth. Um, Thank you. And yeah, it'd be great to, to have you on the podcast again. Definitely. Sometime. We'll work together to build Glugel, Google or whatever. <laughs> exactly. We'll yeah. design Glugel. Together we'll, what we will do. Together we'll take down Squarespace. Do you know? yeah. <laughs> take care. Bye. Bye. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. That was fun. Yay! It actually was a lot of fun. I really, really interested. It was really cool um, talking to someone that lives near us as well. She's so sweet, isn't she? Very, very She's sweet. She's so sweet, so polite. Anyone who can put up with me is my that's, hero. That's true. Yeah, because I'm really annoying. Think about me and how I feel all the time. Yeah, but you've got a good deal going. And I really like the, um, you know, her parents from, you know, India and Pakistan. She's bridging the gap. She well, she said she wasn't, but you know, <laughs> she is. So you know what? Thank you so much, Sana, for that. And you know, everyone, go and follow um, Sana on um, Twitter and Instagram. And you know, go flirt with her. Slide into her DMs. Yeah, she's really into playing games with girls about drowning or something. So <laughs> you know, I was catalogs. If that's your thing, if you're a Little Woods catalog model, then get in touch. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Sana. Thank you Love so you, much. Darling. Thank you for listening as well. Every um, single week. Yeah. Amazing. And we're going to move on to our um, next speaker. I don't know if speaker, guest, what do we say? Guest. Okay, guest, sure. Our next virtual technology-enabled guest is... Oh, come on. <laughs> um, Vineet. Vineet. Oh, I remember recording this. this I should hope so. Fun. This was a lot of fun. This was a really good one. Yeah, I really enjoyed this. So um, smart. Mm-hmm. So smart. So, Vineet is a software engineer from um, London and is a queer writer, producer, and interviews as well for like LGBT Rainbow Film. Mm. And he's doing a lot of bits, to be honest. Lots of writing, lots of lots of really, really fun things. And you can follow Vineet on Twitter and Instagram at NintendoMad888. 
That is Nintendo Mad 888. I'm assuming that means he is Nintendo Mad. I hear he prefers Xbox. Oh. I'm joking. Don't start drama. <laughs> I love Nintendo. Hey, what about Nintendo World opening up in Japan next year? Are oh we my going? God, we have to go. If someone wants to give us money to go, let's go. <laughs> what? Just give us money to go. Yeah, just please throw money at us. <laughs> oh my okay. God, yes. No, I don't care about that. I just want to go and dress up as a geisha and work in a tea room. Oh my God, you're pathetic. So anyway. Okay. To Vanit. Yes. Without any further, further, further ado, guys, here's our guest, Finit. <laughs> um, okay, Amir, um, let's see who we've got next on this podcast. Why are we pretending like we don't know? Hello, <laughs> Mr. Caller. What's your name and why? Why? Why is your name? <laughs> <laughs> What's your name? Where are you from? Tell us a bit about yourself. Caller, are you there? Testing. Yes. Hi, my name is Vinit Metla. Uh, I'm 27. I was born and raised in Southall in West London. I'm in Uxbridge. Oh, hi. Uh, welcome, Vinit. Thank you very much for um, joining us. What's, uh, what's, what's Uxbridge like? I mean, actually, I've been there. But I, 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 <laughs> that was my feeling, exactly. I mean, Boris um, Johnson is my MP. I think that sums it up. Of what his face is like? No <laughs> oh my way. god, no way. We did not know. Yeah. Oh, I'm so It's very old that. white conservative. Oh, is that what it is? Uh, when you yeah. said Boris Johnson, I, I thought you just had a lot of people that were inbred or something. I mean, Boris probably. <laughs> yeah, I know, but, but Boris Johnson hangs around like as if he's got a few chromosomes that are <laughs> intertwined or something. That's true, but we've been to Oaksbridge. Yeah, we, we have. stayed in Oaksbridge yeah. that time. With yeah. a person that we're not friends with anymore. Yeah. <laughs> we know someone that will talk to you about <laughs> offline, Vinny. Um, anyway, hello. Welcome to the You Don't Love Me podcast. So um, we're talking about um, bisexuality and bestiality and that kind of stuff. So <laughs> <laughs> we thought we'd um, ask uh, you a couple of questions, Vinny, and really get your perspective on um, the topic and situation. So... Uh, over to you, Amir. So I was wondering, like, when when did you realize you were bisexual, and how did it um, impact on your life? You know, coming out as bisexual. So uh, that's it's a really like complicated thing to answer mm-hmm. because, like, for me, I knew I, I I didn't know I was bisexual. I knew I wasn't straight. Is how I say it. I knew okay. I wasn't straight when I was eleven. I knew I wasn't straight, but I didn't have the word bisexual. It wasn't a word that existed in my vocabulary. Mm. So I didn't know I was bisexual. So I was just, cool, that's probably a thing. But I'm just going to deny that. Mm. Um, and then it wasn't until I was 17 that I learned the word bisexual. But I, was, I actually learned the word bi-curious, not bisexual. Um, and the only reason I learned that was because someone else came out as bi-curious. But they were immediately ridiculed for it. Mm. So... The first thing I heard when I heard bi-curious or any bi word was erasure. So they were just like, oh, if they're just gay, they should just say it. So I carried on denying it and carried on denying it. And I found other reasons to deny it too. I was like, oh, I don't, I, I might be attracted to, at firstly I was like, oh, I, I want to be them. Then it was like, oh, I'm attracted to them, but I'm not romantically attracted to them because all men are trash and then, <laughs> and then I was like okay cool I've now fallen in love with my best friend who's a straight guy can't deny that anymore 
So um, I came out when I was 24, so actually quite late, just because I I didn't want to admit it to myself and I didn't think my sexuality was valid either. Mm. So you were a late bloomer. I was. Hmm, how interesting. So you didn't want to be those people. You wanted to be inside those people. <laughs> <laughs> so, I still do. I'm going to go all Wendy Williams now. And oh, you bitch. bitch. Um, so um, the, the thing is, um, uh, Vineet, that some people say that... Um, bisexuality is a gateway to homosexuality mm. i was somebody who identified as bisexual but i just wanted to get people off my back i didn't want to mm. you know i stood on the platform i just wanted, didn't want to get on the tr- gay train do you know what i mean so i was yeah. like no i'm bisexual i don't know what's happening well, you knew yeah <laughs> and yeah. There, there's so many south mm. asians out there that say that they're bisexual but only sleep with men and do you know what I mean? And, yeah. and there is this huge perception uh, or, or at least the bisexual reputation has been tarnished yeah. where people say, oh, either they'll call you greedy or they'll say, Ugh. oh, you're only uh, you, you're gay, really. You just you're yeah. just saying it because you don't want to come out as gay. So my question to you is, um, what, well, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah. Rip these people yeah. apart now, bitch. Yeah. So, so I would say people are, are scared to come out as gay. So they, they come out as bi. But that's because there's this misconception that that's somehow easier. It's not. Being bisexual isn't easier in any way because we experience all the same homophobia. Like, that doesn't go away. That doesn't disappear when we tell people we're bi. It doesn't... If someone was beating me up because they thought I was a fag and then I was like, no, I'm bi, they would be like, so you're a fag and still beat me up. Um, oh, yeah, and, that's so true. But then, but then I also get biphobia. So I would be in a LGBT, even in an LGBT plus space. And they're like, oh, you're bi. Oh, you're one of those. Oh, And then they'll say those same things. Like, why don't you just admit what you really are? Why don't you just pick a side? And I think it's that idea that so many people use bisexual as a gateway. But paints this misconception that every for everyone it's a gateway. But it's not. It is its own sexuality. And there's so many different ways to be bisexual. So like when you were saying some people are bisexual, but they only sleep with men. I've only slept with men, but I'm attracted to multiple genders. It's mm. it's not about my sexual history or my dating history, which is non-existent. It's, <laughs> it's about, yeah, I see your tweets. I know. <laughs> it's about, it's about who, who I'm actually attracted to. Like who turns me on? Who do I, you know, who do I have a crush on? Mm. And, I've had crushes on multiple different genders and it's it's obviously means that I, I'm not just attracted to just one. I'm not gay because I'm not attracted to just one gender. Oh my God. Um, you, I went all Wendy Williams on your ass and you came back at me like... Yes, you, 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 you came back at me and enlightened me like Oprah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Oh, and I... Oh. <laughs> but it, yeah, it, it, I, I never saw it that way. You know, they, they, I, I didn't. I have met people who tend to sleep only with guys, and but they still say they're bise- bisexual. And I've I've been quick to judge in the past. I mean, now I don't really know anyone because nobody talks to me anymore. But, <laughs> but yeah, no one likes you. But, <laughs> but but you know, I've seen I, I've seen that in the in the past, and that's really um, that's educated me, I suppose. I, mm. I didn't see it that way, so that's really really um, really interesting. I guess like in the 
obviously you have a lot of homophobia anyway, but it yeah. must be really difficult um, within the LGBTQ plus community because, like, I've, I've learned a lot from following you anyway. Yeah. Um, about, about, you know, um, people being bisexual and, you know, what people have been with bisexual face. And I've we've got a very, very close friend of ours who's bisexual as well. Mm, and we? Yeah, we do. And, you know, yeah. she, she's explained to us, you know, like, people just say, oh, because she's a girl, you know. No, you're just you're just straight, aren't you? Like you're gonna be straight yeah. anyway, and because you know you're always with guys, so you're just gonna be straight anyway. And she gets very frustrated of it, and like, so it must be really frustrating being part of the LGBT plus community, but yeah. sometimes not, I guess. Yeah, like, it often it often does feel like we're not wanted. Yeah. Um, it feels like you know I've I've had it so many times where people would say those common things that you mentioned earlier, like being greedy. Yeah. Or um, unable to pick a side or actually straight what what's interesting is so your friend um, is getting at, you're actually straight it's a common thing that bisexual women tend to be told that they're actually straight and bisexual yeah. men tend to be told they're actually gay because it's wow. it's a weird way where like somehow the attraction to men trumps everything else um, which yeah. is quite misogynistic it's like oh male attraction is clearly more superior to anything else but it's it's weird because it's what they then say is bisexual women are everything that they do with women is for tension and everything bisexual men do is because they're in denial um and it is and we do we do get it from the uh bisexual lgbt plus community as well Mm -hmm. because what we'll get is we'll tell someone that we're bisexual and they'll either say stuff like that or they'll say that we're greedy and where we want to sleep with everyone so we're going to cheat on them so they, they don't trust us or mm. they will ask us for a threesome. The thing that I always try and stress to people is bisexual doesn't mean I'm attracted to everyone. Just <laughs> yeah. like straight and gay people aren't attracted to everyone of the same gender or a different gender. Bisexual means I have the potential to be attracted to anyone. Mm. Like to it. I like that. I, I really like that phrase as well. I think you raised an important point in terms of people um, thinking that you know I, I can't remember exactly how you put it, but you know in terms of uh, people thinking that you are uh, may cheat on them or you might switch yeah. one to the other. Now yeah. me, I'm a I'm a nervous lover, and so <laughs> if you were to put my mind at ease, you know what what would you say what would you do if i if i was a gay man and we were um lovers which we probably will be at some point <laughs> uh, and and you know i obviously couldn't give you the vajayjay because i don't have one so then you know how 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 would that work for how, how are you willing to make this work the thing is is think about it like this right just mm-hmm. when when it's when we say bisexual we don't mean that we need all the different genitalia and all mm. the different genders and all the different people all at the same time. It just means that we have the potential to be attracted to anyone regardless. It doesn't matter. Mm. It, doesn't, it doesn't mean that we need all of it to be satisfied. It means that any of them can satisfy us. It, mm. so think, think about it like that. And think about it like this as well. When you're, say you're, you're in a relationship, you two mm. are married, right? Yeah. Hmm. Think, think your attraction to other people haven't hasn't gone away, right? Vinny, he's sat right next to me. (laughs) (laughs) You'll you'll still see celebrities. You'll still see people on the street. 
at the right. gym in my bedroom right. he's not there yeah why not but, and so it's the same with bisexual people it's just it isn't just one gender that's all it is it mm. doesn't mean that we're gonna go oh I really need this other thing it's like no you're I've fallen in love with you because I love you it's nothing to do with needing that and that that to be satisfied and I love you too. Thank you. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> what a fucking good answer. Yeah, you're like, so smart. Like, really fucking good answer. Like, yeah. we're just putting them questions because I know it's things that people hear all the time. And yeah. uh, I think there's a few other questions that we had. Amir. So, yeah, I want to know, like, why, why do you think um, bi-visibility is so important now? I think it's, it's so important because at every point we're getting ourselves erased, or we're erasing ourselves just to feel comfortable existing. Mm. It's it's so difficult to be bi when you're you're in this in a straight space and they go, you're just gay, leave, and they give you all that homophobia. And then you're in a in an LGBT plus space and they're going, you're come back to us when you make up your mind. You know, you get people who are like gold star lesbians and gold star gays, and they want nothing to do with you because you haven't got the gold star. And it's it's just so prevalent. And, you know, I've, I've had it plenty of time for myself. Like, I'd be in an LGBT plus space and I'll, I'll go, oh, yeah, you know, I've never slept with a woman. And I'll be like, oh, so how do you know? Oh, I think, you know, you just you just haven't tried it yet. You know, they'll say stuff like that. And they're constantly trying to, to take away my sexuality away from me. Or they're trying mm-hmm. to take away bisexuality as a whole. And I think it's so important because bisexual people were the forefront of our movement you know the people at the forefront of our movement were transgender black and bisexual and and women and i think it's all of these people all of these those different groups are still suffering yeah and it's ridiculous how they're still suffering and i think it's important that if we're, we make ourselves visible it makes other people comfortable to be visible Definitely. the number of times i've had people come to me like, just because I put a piece of blog up and they'll be like, that was so important, that helped me. Someone actually told me that they came out after reading one of my blogs. Wow, and, that's amazing. Oh, wow. And it means so much because and I, I know that it's so important to be out there and be visible, to show that we exist, in spite of everyone trying to say that we don't. Because if people see us, they'll know that they can be us mm. and they can be okay. Like, there's nothing wrong with with who they are and what they're thinking and feeling that it's all natural and normal yeah yeah i think i i i i wholeheartedly um agree i think the more that people sort of take a laid back and cool attitude towards it the more you run risk of people denying you your existence and that is something that's chronic within the south asian community oh yeah they'd much rather not hear about it or see it and i think yeah visibility is important because like you, you've done you're, you're able to empower and and have a positive impact on um the people that you connect with um yeah. just by being visible so that's yeah the- I, like i think the statistics are um like the statistics when it comes to bisexual people coming out is especially to their own loved ones is so ridiculously low mm. like i think the number is only 12 percent of bisexual men wow. are out to everyone in their family Wow. And forty-six percent of them aren't out to anyone, and that's from Stonewall's report in the UK wow. from last year. If you compare it to gay men, it's completely like it's drastically different. 
And it just shows that if that would, something needs to change. Definitely, yeah, no, I definitely agree. And like, what what's you know, listening to you and what's a, a frustration, you know, it's like how the B in the LGBT is there. When people said to you, "Oh, you haven't slept with a girl," so how do you know? Well, straight people, have you straight guy? Have you slept with a guy? How do you know you're straight? Yeah, and I got this from a gay man. And what was really funny is I was saying to him about I'm obviously attracted to women and all of that stuff. And he replied back to me and was like, well, sometimes I find a woman quite attractive. And I just went, so how do you know you're not bi? Yeah. And he got ridiculously defensive. And I was like, I'm sorry, I'm just asking the same question back that you asked me. Mm. You decided to chuck my sexuality into question. Why can't I do the same to you? No, I completely mm. agree. Completely agree. Good for you fucking doing that as well. <laughs> <laughs> so if you don't mind me asking, Vineet, what's your relationship like with um, your um, your loved ones in, in, in light of your sexuality? So it's it's a little bit mixed. My um, my siblings are actually really, really supportive. Like, I could not ask for more better support. Um, mm. My mum was very mixed. I think she's definitely coming around to it now, but I know that when she... When I first came out to her, she was like, oh, I'm, I don't hate you, but I'm not happy. I, think I asked her, do you hate me after I said it? Because she just had this face on her. She was like, no, I don't, but I, I'm not happy about it. And then asked very, like, typically, you know, questions like, are you going to just like a girl and stuff like that? <laughs> um, <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, God. yeah, and it was just like, mom, please. But she's definitely... Getting there, it's gonna take some time. I love that. Um, <laughs> You're like mum, baby steps. Yeah, and then my dad. I don't. I don't actually talk to my dad, but that's kind of unrelated. Mm, it's just I don't have a great relationship with him. So. I can relate. Yeah, yeah. We're all about daddy issues here, so don't yeah. worry. I've mean, got you covered on that. <laughs> that's another episode. Yeah, yeah. That's another series <laughs> for, oh, sure. for sure. So. Um, we've covered a lot of ground um, with you, Vineet. Thank you so, so much for no uh, being a part of this um, episode. episode, this podcast. Uh, <laughs> Amir is signalling and, you know, kind of making faces at me. So, bitch, what have you got to say? Um, I just want to um, know if you've got anything to promote or plug, you know, your Twitter, Instagram, etc., etc. anything you're doing that's coming up. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, there's probably tons of stuff coming up because apparently I don't know how to sleep. Um, <laughs> if, if people want to keep in touch with me, I am Nintendo Mad 888. So that's Nintendo Mad 888. Uh, and if you literally put that in Google, you will find me everywhere because I use the same tag on everything. Word. Instagram, Twitter, Medium's my most important place. That's where mm. all my blogs are. And you'll see anything else that I'm working on. So that'll all be there. Thank <laughs> you so, so much for being a part. Thank of you, Vinny. We really appreciate it. Um, Thank you for having me. Have a great life. Delete my number. And, <laughs> um, yeah, let's... Um, Let's be girlfriends sometime. <laughs> I'm joking. Of course, always. <laughs> yeah, uh, Vinit. Uh, bye. 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 You know what? That was absolutely brilliant. Yeah, it was really, really good. It was very enlightening. And what I felt from, especially following Vinit online and talking to him quite a lot, and you know, tweeting and messaging, is that he's really smart, really switched on as well, and he's really educated me about you know bi visibility and biphobia. 
and I felt educated following him. Girl, I got educated. He schooled me. Oh, Do you know what girl. I mean? But all, the good thing is that now we're lovers oh, because what, he's, what? he's willing to make it work with me. So that's great. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> oh, well, that's that the shit happens. Yeah. Also, to add, Vinit does have a great music taste as well. Meow. Yeah, amazing music taste. So you should really? definitely follow him just for his music taste. Hey, do you know what? I know this girl, right? And she said to me that she doesn't like Kylie Minogue or Britney Spears or Lady Gaga. Who is she? I know who you're talking about, I feel. Oh, yeah, I do. You know who it is, right? Yeah. Mm. Why would you say that to a gay guy? That's just, like, practically racism. I know. I'm not here for that. We need, like, a word for that, like... Some kind of pop phobia. Yeah, pop phobia. Don't come pop for pop phobia. Don't, don't fucking come for us, bitches. I was pop icon <laughs> I'm a victim, huh? <laughs> um, should we move on to our next guest? Yeah, thank you very much, uh, Vinny. That was brilliant. Amazing. Thank you. Love you lots. Call me every five minutes. You're my new best friend. Bye. <laughs> our next guest is Fear. And um, she lives in um, London, and she's an author, teacher, and an um, activist for ex-Muslims. And she's also an editor of Faithless Hijabi. Her Twitter is Anger Spread Thin. That is Anger Spread Thin. And um, her Instagram is Faye the Most Gracious. You have to say her name with a little bit of flair. Go on, then. Faye, <laughs> And you were dying to do that, weren't you? So, guys... Here's Fayhaw! Fayhaw! Okie doke, so let's begin. Um, Caller, what's your name? Where are you calling from? <laughs> Hi, so my name is Faye Rahman. I'm, I live in London um, and I do like a, a thousand things at once. So I'm in education, I'm an educator, I'm also a student, I'm currently doing my psychology degree. And I'm an activist for religious freedom, free speech, and everything everything that comes my way. I just do it. <laughs> so, 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 Faye, well, thank you. Uh, welcome and thank you um, for joining us and thank you for that lovely introduction. Uh, it sounds like you're a bit of an educator. You, are, you <laughs> out, are you out there educating the children? Um, I typically work with uh, young people, so it's generally between 14 and 21-year-olds, sometimes a little bit older, sometimes a little bit younger, Mm. but I work with students who have learning difficulties, um, physical disabilities, and mental health issues, and everything that sort of surrounds that, so that generally means talking to parents, dealing with family issues. Some of them are way more dramatic than others, but, you know, I love working with teenagers. I think they're I, I think that they're the best representations of what adults try to cover up. Yeah. Um, we are. We are, Faye. Yeah, us teenagers, <laughs> we really are. Yeah. I, I love them. I think that there's so much we can learn from them. And I also feel like in a small kind of way, they make me, they put all of my problems into perspective. Mm. Um, so, you know, there's a very interesting give and take for when I work with them. So I want to continue doing that for as long as possible. Oh, how that's, wonderful. That's incredible. That's really good. That's really, com- you know, commendable as well. You know, I always believe that the, the young people and teenagers are, are our future society. Yeah. Yeah, and, I agree. Uh, whatever you can do to help them and better our society in a way, won't it? Yeah, I, I, absolutely. I mean, obviously, you didn't ask me that question, but I'm going to button anyway, because it's me. But um, I feel like we haven't done a formal introduction. <laughs> Faye, who are you? Where are you? Where are you from? Okay, where are you from? And, and so, what, what do you identify as? 
so if I can just throw out some labels, because I feel like that's what they are at this point. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm Bangladeshi. I'm first generation. So I was born in Bangladesh. I was raised here. Uh, I've lived in London for most of my life. So I do consider it my home. I consider myself British. Um, I'm bisexual. I love people. Um, I, I don't know. I'm not good at this. But um, <laughs> you know, uh, I'm, I'm as minor as minorities get. But I, you know, I don't find yeah. like that is a defining quality. I just sort of get on. I, I'm a very do it person. So when shit comes my way, I just do it. And then I let I take care of my mental health problems much later, which yeah. I'm not saying is the most I'm not saying is the most healthiest way of living, but it is what I do. So, yeah. So you're a minority within a minority within a minority, aren't you? You're first generation Londoner, bisexual. Um, also left a song from my family, but like we can get into that later. Oh gosh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I, um, uh, I, I am part of that club. Uh, phase. Mm. I was disowned as well, so we, yeah, we can definitely oh. catch, up on, catch up on that at some point. Well, you, you find your family. You do. <laughs> yeah. Questions. I do have some questions. So. Yeah. Um, let's just get into it. Mm. So I just want to know, like, when when you when did you realize um, you were bisexual, and how how do you think and feel it impacted your life? So, in terms of my sexuality, mm. I because I I was raised quite fundamental. Like, I, I was an Islamist. Okay, like I was an extremist. I I followed quite a literal interpretation of Islam, and I know that when I say that, a lot of people get very defensive. But mm. I when I talk about Islam, I often talk from that angle. In talking about literalist Islam, um, so I wasn't exposed to like gay culture or LGBT culture for most of my life. Even though I grew up here in London, you know, I went to an Islamic school. I stuck to Islamic circles, and generally speaking, they don't have the best opinion of gays. Mm. Um, so for me, whenever I would argue with someone who was outside my bubble about, so like when I was a teenager, they had the big gay marriage debate. Um, and I would always say that it's not valid because it's not, um, you know, viewed as acceptable in the eyes of God who, you know, I venerated back then. Um, and a lot of people would make the argument that being gay is natural and, you know, it's not a choice and people can't choose what sexuality they are. And back then I would argue that, yes, they can, because I'm also attracted to women, but I don't choose to go for them. Mm. But I, I not know that that meant that I was bisexual I just in my brain in a very egocentric way I just thought everyone had a choice because I literally had a choice mm. um mm. then this year um I you know because all of my so all of my problems kind of slowed down I didn't have as many struggles as I did before um <laughs> I, there were like a lot of things going on between like 2015 and 2018 in my life like sexuality wasn't like at the top of my list mm. um so this year I had a lot of time to self-reflect and I was thinking about it I ran a few twitter polls um asking questions like would I have to sleep with someone to be able to confirm my sexuality uh, and I got a lot of responses saying, no, people just know what they're attracted to, who they like. And then I also had like a, a, a different question, like, what if I prefer one over the other, but I'm still attracted to both? And again, people are like, bisexuality is bisexuality. If you're attracted to both, you're attracted to both. Um, okay. And it was really interesting to see that. But I came out um, gay pride this year. So I've I've been bisexual since then. 
Oh, so you were at, was it London Gay Pride? Yeah. Oh, we were... I was... <laughs> what, we, what, what, what made you um, feel like the time was right for you to come out as bisexual? Um, well, I, so my bisexuality was in, it, it was just easy. It was, it was super easy, which is why I didn't feel like I needed to make like a big video or a big speech. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, like all my, so my struggles previous to that were to do with like my mother's death, like uh, my father being super abusive, my family like disowning me. I've had like a lot of struggles, guys. This was minor in comparison. So like this year, I like I'm independent. I live by myself. I had I I had next to no struggles this year. Um, so I had like this moment or, or this time to look inside myself and think about all those things. And I was also in a relationship, so I had to have that conversation with my partner. And unfortunately, it was a defining quality that ended that relationship because I I felt as though I need I owed it to myself to experiment so I was talking about having an open relationship and he just wasn't about it so we we ended it um mm. in one of the most immature breakups that I've ever had but also I feel as though it was a very mature decision to make um but yeah it, it just I just decided to think about it and once it occurred to me that I was that and I was actually talking to a friend through it and I was we were talking about the homophobia that exists in you know the Muslim community and how we can combat it a lot of my conversations run that way because I'm in the activism field Mm. Uh, and we were talking about it and she was like well when when did you come to terms with the fact that you know you couldn't accept homophobia as something that you stood by anymore and I was talking to her about it and it occurred to me that I was bisexual while I was talking to her about it and I had to like take a minute to just like wrap my brain around that because I never thought that I was part of that community. You know, I don't know if that makes sense or not. No, it does make sense. I guess um, it's a thing that a lot of people face, you know, um, you have to deal with be everything else before your sexuality. So it was sort of like on the, on the back burner. And we've discussed it before. We had to deal with that. Like, it was like, oh, how was being gay growing up? I was like, well, we have to deal with the fact we're brown, first of all. Yeah. <laughs> and the racism and, <laughs> you know, all the other shit that comes with it, family, et cetera, et cetera. So your sexuality does go on the back burner, I guess, yeah. you know, and then you have to um, sort of find and fight your way through, you know, leaving a, a religion behind as well. So yeah. again, your sexuality is on the back burner again there. So I, you know, I, I think I do understand that, you know. Faye, do you like how you're having a man man explain to you? No, what I'm explaining it to me. You don't know what I identify as, darling. <laughs> but like, I'm explaining it to myself and trying to understand, you know. That's I, what I do. Yeah. For me, identity politics, like I, I understand the the arguments. I understand the struggle, but for me, it's so low on my priority list. Mm. Um, simply because I've just had so many other things to deal with you know as a as a young woman I've had to look after like five kids in my home I've had to look after a mentally unstable man who was my father you know I've had to deal with arranged marriages with you know a a suicide attempt like it's so low on my priority list that it just it it just feels like not a big issue when I when it when it hits me like I I only realized I, I, and it constantly occurs to me, like every so, every so often, that I'm an immigrant. <laughs> like I, I forget that I'm an immigrant to this country. Like I just, it just doesn't occur to me. And yeah. then people, people will be like, "Oh wait, but you weren't born here, right?" And I'll be like, "No, I, I wasn't." 
<laughs> okay, okay, Faith. Like, so, um, if uh, you know, you you obviously have a lot of other priorities that that you have placed before sexuality. But it, it, in light of this episode, with it being to do with um, by visibility, I suppose a question, my Oprah style question to you is, <laughs> um, why uh, is by visibility important, if at all, in your opinion? So after my breakup. Uh, this summer I had like a full on whole month where I was just sleeping around and dating people um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> you've been tied down for nearly five years <laughs> I had a full like hot girl summer like I did it it had to be done ah. um, and I like I obviously in my profile after I you know started identifying as bi I changed everything to bi because I felt like that was the most open and honest way of being I never wanted to break up another relationship because the person wasn't okay with me being bi Um, (laughs) so so why is it important why is bi visibility important it's important because I feel like a lot of people don't think it's a thing like I think they just think we like fucking around um Mm. Like we're we're just we're just really sexual people that just want to jump everyone's bones, um, and, and that's not true, right? <laughs> well, it's, it's not. But I also feel like there's a time and a place for that. You know, like I don't think anyone's geared up for just that, unless that's your job, which you know, props to you. But it's <laughs> it, it's I I feel as though people making and I think everyone does it. Everyone makes a jump a uh, judgment on people whether or not. They want to because it's just how our brains work. You know, we see something and we associate something to it. Um, So uh, what I'd noticed, like I made a Tinder profile. I'll just put that out there. I made a Tinder profile. And once I put by in my description, um, I noticed that a lot of couples would approach me. And they just want like a fun bi person to have a threesome with. And I'm just, I was just wildly against it because for me... Because I'd never, at that point, I'd never dated a woman and I'd never mm. slept with a woman. So for me, the whole concept of being with a woman was just terrifying because I, I know women and women are fucking insane. Like, I don't <laughs> I have to deal with that. So when couples would approach me, I would literally write back to them saying, I don't know how to deal with that many limbs in one situation. Okay. I love that response. <laughs> I, 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 I've played competitive sports. Like, I've done martial arts. Like, I've, I've lived a whole by life. Like, everyone knew. <laughs> everyone knew. <laughs> like, like, I did martial arts. I, I, I was a proper tomboy growing up. Um, you know, I've played football, rugby, basketball. I've done all of it. And I still cannot wrap my brain around tussling with more than one person. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> so it, it was a weird, it was this weird realization that, and, and also, like, I would very rarely meet lesbians who were okay with me being bi. Like, mm-hmm. they just felt as though I was going to leave them for a man, which, I mean, fair enough, your trauma is your trauma, your life is your life. I'm not going to sit here and analyze that. But it I, it just felt very unfair um, to me uh, and I didn't know and for a while I was talking to a friend for a while I thought maybe while I'm doing this while I'm just like fucking around um, I could just identify as being a lesbian and then see what happens but it just feels very dishonest to do that yeah. because yeah. It, I'm not you know mm-hmm. 
So, yeah, I, I think it's important because I, I think people have preconceived notions about what, what bisexuality is and how bisexual people are. Um, I mean, yeah, we get the best of both worlds, but I don't think that means that we're just 24-7, like, on the grind banging people. Like, I don't think that's what it is. Yeah, you, um, could, you could be on the grind banging people being straight or gay or bi or lesbian or whatever you identify as. It's not down to the sexuality if you're that yeah. sexually active, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think being quite a recent, um, I don't want to say a recent bisexual, but like coming out as bisexual yeah. recently, like the, the experience has been, I thought it would be a more balanced experience. Like my matches would be 50% men and 50% mm-hmm. women, but it's more or less been men and couples. Like wow. that's Yeah, I think I matched with one girl who was like okay with me and I went on a date with her and that was terrible, but we can talk about that later. No, I want to hear. I want to know. I want to know. Spill the tea. Faye, you are our gateway to that world. (laughs) We don't know what it's like to date women. Tell (laughs) us. Well, so this girl, oh, I can't. Like, I'm traumatized. I'm not going to be able to date a woman for a while. Um, But this girl. (laughs) Faye, same. (laughs) She also recently came out as bisexual. So we were talking about it online. Um, and a lot of people are like don't date online it's a bad idea I don't think so Uh, I think it's a perfect gateway for me to understand a person before I go and meet them as opposed to just meeting a new person and being paranoid about the fact whether or not they're a serial killer for the rest of the night Um, so (laughs) I I meet this girl we just I just go for you know I just decide let's go for a coffee you know let's talk whatever and for the first five or so minutes it's going perfectly fine she's talking to me I'm talking to her you know, we finish our coffee, we go out and we just walk around. That's what my perfect date is. It's just walking around and talking, right? First mm. date, I think that's a perfect idea. Um, so we're walking around and I notice that she's just like very, very tactile. Like she just constantly wants to be in bodily contact with me and I'm not okay with it. Like she was linking arms with me She and I have colored hair. So she was like touching my hair and commenting on it. And it just made me feel very, very uncomfortable. Because mm. um, I just met you like five minutes ago. This, like, if this was a man, people would be calling the police. Like, it, yeah. it felt very wrong. And I told her, like, I'm not okay with all this physical contact. Like, can we just keep this walk side by side? I don't want to hold your hand. I don't know who you are. Like, it, 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 you know, my body, I feel like I can say that. And she just looked at me like I was talking crazy like no don't worry about it like we're just two girls we're just hanging out and I was like okay but I don't even hold like people I've met 10 times I don't even hold their hands yeah. unless I'm trying to save them like it, 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 it's, <laughs> it's not, I'm not okay with this like we're not on a train we're not on the dance floor this would be completely appropriate for that um you know we're not it, it we're not in a tight space where we have to be like sardined together this just feels wildly inappropriate and I don't like it. And after I told her to stop, she just continued. Um, and then I had to just like be, be like, I don't think this is going to work out. And I just left. Um, but it, it, it was, I, I don't know if that's for all like dating women experiences. And I imagine it isn't, but it just made me, it just put like a real damper on that, on that whole part of my life that I'm trying to explore. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. Like it just no. put a bad impression. No, no, and personal <laughs> space is really important. Yeah, it's really, really important. Like, and 
I did like I like I like that you know your first date getting to know someone talking having a bit of a laugh but that personal space thing is it's too much it's you know touching it's an intimate thing holding hands and things like that absolutely absolutely I mean no man comes within five feet of me unless he's he's paying you know (laughs) why do you always laugh before the punchline because I know what's coming you're so predictable you're so predictable you ruined so many of my jokes (laughs) sorry Faye this is what it's like to be in a relationship it's fucking horrible (laughs) um it's just predictable so you see do we have any more questions for our friend Faye here? Well, mm-hmm. she's bisexual. Meow. Yeah, she's bisexual. You yeah, we know she's bisexual. We've covered that. We've um, covered that. Is, have, have you, I know you've, you know, come out as bisexual this year, but have you, you know, faced any, like, um, biphobia that you could talk about at all and uh, educate the children about so, what to do and what not to do? For me, I'm not very good at playing, like, the label game. So yeah. sometimes I'll ad- identify as gay and sometimes I'll identify as bi and people get really annoyed. Um, and I, I'm not entirely sure why, because I feel like, you know, gay is a is an overarching term. Is it not? Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Oh, no, darling, this is your this is your moment. <laughs> we'll we'll, we'll, we'll bitch about you later. <laughs> I ain't saying anything in front of you right now. <laughs> if Wendy Williams has taught me anything, it's to be nice to the guests. When they leave, then you turn horrible. <laughs> so please continue. I think, I, I think that my entire like Indian subcontinent culture taught me that be be nice to people's faces and talk behind their backs. Exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, it's but, we come from the land of hypocrites, really. Oh yeah, we do. We, we do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only joking, though. I mean, I, I, you know, I think it's like like I said uh, earlier when we started recording to you, Faye. It's an open platform. It's a case of exchanging ideas and thoughts yeah, and opinions. Definitely. And you know, I'd love to hear it from your. Uh, perspective because I've had my um, views and opinions on many issues in the past and I've completely changed my opinion on them as time has gone uh, by Um, so yeah tell me tell me um, you know how um, so uh, I make no bones about the fact that I'm ignorant like I'm a 24 year old woman I feel like that's fitting um, I'm ignorant and I'll say, uh, you know, I'm, I'm very quick to say, oh, I'm sorry, please correct me about this or, you know, yeah. I don't know this or educate me on this. I'm, mm. I'm very quick to say that. But in, in my brain and because labeling has been so low on my priority list, like identity politics has always been so low on my priority list, mm. I always generalize things in my brain. So like even when I was younger, I wouldn't identify as Bangladeshi or Bengali. I would always identify as Indian and it would drive my mother insane. Like, it would literally make her climb the walls. Like, what is wrong with you? You were Bengali. You're not Indian. And mm. I, I, anyone I met, I would just be like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm Indian. Like, I didn't want to have that conversation of, oh, where's Bangladesh? Oh, it's next to India. Mm. So you're mm. basically Indian. Yeah, I'm basically. Like, I didn't want that conversation. So I would just say that I'm Indian. So when people ask me, like, are you, you know, what are you sexually? I'll say I'm bisexual. But, like, when I'm talking about myself, and when I'm talking about my coming out story and how I realized that I was gay, people would be like, but you're not gay, you're bisexual. And I'd be like, well, I'm gay and I'm straight. So I feel like I can say I'm gay as well as being st- like, it's the same in my brain. It's the same. And I don't know if that's problematic. I don't know if people are going to have an issue with that. Like I'm I just do my thing. I say my bit and then I correct myself afterwards, which I feel as though is a very honest position to be in. Uh, but like, 
was like, I've forgotten what the question was. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's been rambling. No, I think you've somewhere there. You've answered the question. I'm just going to have to edit down about 17 minutes and get <laughs> get to the answer. But don't worry about that, Faye. <laughs> I'm going to be in post all night. Um, no, that's that's uh, that's a, a really um, interesting way of putting it. That you feel straight and gay at the same time. And so. Um, um yeah i think i think it's cool that you say you know you're, you're 24 and you're you're open to listening to people and stuff i think that's the most important thing for all of us as people is you know what if we get it wrong educate us tell us don't just come for us just just you know private message us or tell us you know maybe you know you say it like this or th- this isn't you know correct and we can we're lifelong learners at the end of the day aren't we yeah, yeah. continue yeah. to learn Okay, so I think we should um, start wrapping this up. Um, Amir? uh, Yes, I want to know, do you have anything to promote or plug at all? My Twitter page is is always running. It's always just popping off. Um, I'm at underspreadthin on Twitter, and I have the same user handles on Instagram. Um, And I have a YouTube channel as as well, where I talk about Islam, my journey, free speech, religious freedom, like all of these really intense things. Sometimes we have a little bit of fun. There are a couple of videos of me dyeing my hair and doing my makeup. You know, it's... Ooh, I'm going to look at them once. <laughs> my YouTube channel's name is um, Faye the Most Gracious. Uh, and that's where I have all my content. So, yeah, thank you for allowing me to plug that. On that note, Faye, thank you very much thank for joining Thank you so us. much. We really appreciate um, it. It's been fun. It's been informative. It's been emotional. I'm a changed woman. Um... <laughs> Have a great life. Take care. Delete my number. <laughs> and um, yeah. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> that was really interesting hearing it from the perspective of, you know, an ex-Muslim who's had the religious links and um, had that kind of upbringing where the vocabulary wasn't there to sort of explore who she was. So mm. she had to deal with everything else before dealing with the fact, you know, She's bisexual and only discovering it now. Yeah, and she's quite the minority, isn't she? Oh, yeah. Bengali. Um, female. Female, bisexual. Ex-Muslim. Like Ex-Muslim, so minority, minority, minority. So there's a, a lot that she has to juggle. So, like, do you remember we've said in the previous episode, and Tam Francis said this when, when we went to see him, like, when you're growing up, you're dealing with all this crap being brown and she's also female and ex-Muslim, that... Your sexuality takes the back seat, doesn't it? See, all what I remember what Tan Fran said was, call me. <laughs> oh my God. Why are, you, why are you gagging today? I don't know. I'm just really available here. <laughs> oh my God, you're a mess. <laughs> but yeah, like, it's just really, really interesting hearing all three different points of view from yeah. three di- completely different people. You know, they fucking exist and they're here to slay. Yeah, yeah. That was really, really good fun. It was really informative. Um... Yeah, Faye's got a lot of opinions and a lot of thoughts, which is great. Um, you'd rather be friends with somebody who's got opinions and thoughts and opinions and you can have a conversation with them rather mm-hmm. than somebody just being like, oh, fucking no. That's a shite. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. shit. Love you, darling. But um, thank you so much to our three guests, um, Sana and Vinit and Faye. And really, really thank you. And if you are watching our socials this week, especially on Instagram... Um, we are hand- basically handing our platform over um, to people that are bisexual this week to promote their own work. 
Yeah, I also just wanted to say thank you for, very much for everyone who is part of all these bisexual platforms for their kind words and messages that they've been saying to us and, and saying that they're really looking forward to the episode. I hope that uh, you guys have lowered your expectations before <laughs> listening to this. I'm joking. But yeah, no, hopefully you guys found it fun and enjoyed it and uh, you guys were moved to be better people. And you can follow us. Instagram, you don't love me underscore podcast. You do not love me. Underscore. Under the score. Podcast. Podcasting. You can follow us on Twitter at YDLM underscore podcast. And you can find us and like us on Facebook. Get hashtagging, get DMing, get emailing, get sending nudes. Do everything you've got to do. If you're listening right now, mm-hmm. send us a message somewhere to tell us you are listening. We believe in you. We've got this. You sound like an amazing televangelist right now. Thank you. Like the good lords. You'll be doing the good lords work if you give us $5 right now. We've got this. And if anyone is friends with Tam France or Hassan Minaj, get them on our show. We're ready. Or a lock. Oh, a lock. Oh my God, please. I'm desperate to speak with a lock. Yeah. But, you know, speaking to existence, it's going to happen. Yeah, maybe we should get some more Drag Race Queens on. Oh my God, that'd be amazing. Guys, if you want more Drag Race Queens on um, the podcast, get in touch. Let us know who we should um, target and try and get onto the podcast and we shall do that for you. But for now, it is goodbye. Good luck. And don't fuck it up. Bye. Love you guys. Bye.